Welcome to the Rocky Pines Homestead Podcast. My name is Victor. My other half is Tanya. We are homesteading on a little over five wooded acres in Middle Tennessee. Welcome to episode four of the Rocky Pines Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Victor, and I'm here to talk about off-grid homesteading. This episode is about the homesteading movement and some observations I've been making over the last several years. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's cooled down a bit, but they're forecasting a warm-up across the country in the next week. They say it's uh, currently in the southwest. And if you're listening from down there, drop me an email. Let me know how you're doing. Uh, when the temps rise here, the humidity is right behind. It gets pretty humid in the south. So I'm not really looking forward to that. Um, our rabbits don't like it, which I get. You know, they have thick fur and all that. But they've been pretty hardy. I've been keeping them as cool as possible since we're off-grid. I can't really uh, exactly put ice in their water or freeze a water bottle and put in their cage to let them lay on it and cool down. Both are good ideas, by the way, but uh, if you're able to do that, I recommend it. Uh, keep mine shaded and in the open air and make sure they have plenty of water. It's comfortable enough for them that Sunday I bred one of our does with our buck for the first time since we got him. Uh, he went five times, which started making me feel a little uncomfortable and insecure, so... I just kind of let that be his limit for for his first time. Uh, Just about 30 days from now, we should have some new bunnies. I'm excited about that. Um, But I'm uh, I'm not excited about the processing that's uh, going to follow that in about eight weeks or so. Uh, I'm sure it's not going to be easy. Our chickens are getting big. Uh, Their cute little chirp has grown into clucking. And they've been confronting each other to establish their pecking order. Uh, now we need some eggs, ladies. Come on. We've already harvested zucchini, some crookneck squash, potatoes, and a few cucumbers. We just started harvesting tomatoes, but we've been a little bit disappointed. Uh, before they fully ripen, they begin to rot or split. And we're looking into that. Uh, but if you know what's going on there, shoot me an email. Um, if you're a seasoned gardener, been gardening for a while, I'm sure that you have a lot more, uh, a lot more knowledge than we do. This is our first year garden. So, uh, so Sunday, it was a good day to work around the homestead and really feel the why of what we're doing. And it also nags at me a little bit when I think of the podcasts and YouTube videos I listen to and watch, uh, which brings me to the topic for this episode. When I started consuming information about homesteading with YouTube or podcasts, I found far more inspirational people out there publishing stories and information. Since being on our property, and continuing to consume this information and inspiration for the day-to-day homesteading, I've kind of noticed 
many of these folks have grown into something different. There's been an increased interest in homesteading since I began planning, and now there are conferences, workshops, books being published, subscriptions to websites, more advertising, uh, affiliate programs, all of that sort of thing. Some of those early content content creators I've noticed have gone from those humble beginnings to virtual celebrities. Now, I hope I'm not coming off as judgmental, but for me, I think capitalizing on a growing trend, especially one that for me means self-reliability, for one example, it sort of cheapens the spirit and the sharing aspect of the community we're trying to develop and what we're trying to accomplish in the first place. I'll admit, um, in a lot of things in my life, I lean toward purism, so I have a little bit of bias. I also don't have a lot of disposable income to throw like a 100 bucks away or more at a homestead conference ticket, let alone the time to spend away from the homestead now that we have animals. Uh, specifically. If I can learn something for free, barter for something that I need, or collect something being given away that I can utilize, I will definitely do that before buying something from a big box store, for example. Now, don't get me wrong, I value my time and labor, but in most cases, that's far less expensive than buying my way towards something. And that includes some perceived value of a celebrity homestead or workshop. For me, there are folks out there, content creators, that have maintained the virtue and spirit of being genuinely helpful. These are folks that I feel truly want to continue helping people for the sake of helping people. For example, I've been watching Dave Whipple of Bush Radical on YouTube for years. Like us, He and his wife, Brooke, live modestly and frugally, and it's obvious that they walk the walk and talk the talk, so to speak. It's also refreshing to find content creators that are new to me, like Ziggy at the Poultry Homestead podcast. I hate even using the term content creator because that's really a digital marketing term, and this lifestyle is definitely not about marketing or at least in my opinion, it shouldn't be. Um, Both Bush Radical and Poultry Homestead are awesome examples of folks who've kept it real, down-to-earth, humble, and genuine. And to prove I don't completely disagree with generating revenue from a growing trend, I can mention at least one content creator that seemed to strike a nice balance of producing useful, inspirational content and making money at it. And that's Jess over at Roots and Refuge. Tanya and I really enjoy her podcasts and videos. Uh, Tanya started listening to Jess, and um, I began to see the value in in her her stories and her her information. Uh, it's valuable. Um, and just, again, just down to earth and, uh, and real. So putting aside the 
mild disdain I seem to have for these, quote, mainstream homesteading movement gurus. What it really boils down to, bottom line, is are you doing what you want to do the way you want to do it without being taken advantage of? As I said, Tanya and I have limited resources, and from what I've learned, the same is true for our local homesteading friends and neighbors and a lot of people that I read in forums online across the country. So just think about why you're homesteading and always be aware of your valuable time and money as resources. I'd like to ask each of you to drop me a line and let me know who you are, why you're listening, and if you'd like to hear about something specific. You can email us at rockypineshomestead at gmail.com, and you can find us on Facebook as Rocky Pines Homestead. So this was short, but thanks for listening this week. Uh, please subscribe and rate the podcast. Uh, you are appreciated, and keep working towards your goals. Have a great day.